Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch, Harry and the Hendersons. Around the world and throughout time, people have told legends about a hairy monster that lurks in the woods just out of sight. The fear of the unknown has always been a muse for humanity to create some of the best stories ever told. But along with that comes hyperbole and exaggeration. I always thought that most of the Bigfoot stories I heard were bullshit. I've watched hours and hours of people spending the night in the woods, setting up game cams, traps, and screaming as loud as they can, imitating what they think is the call of the squatch. But come on, right? Nobody really believes this is real. Right? Well, that's how I felt, too. But then I went to go see Jim Whitehead, an Oklahoma Bigfoot hunter. I went to a tiny bookstore in an even tinier town in central Oklahoma. But first, I'm Aaron Pickering. This is Jeremiah Holland. Hello. And we're the Wise Monkeys. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Excited to be here. Yeah? Good. All right. I am too. Episode one. Let's Uh, knock it out of the park. Yeah? (laughs) Do we have a a park? Are we recording in a park? Are we playing a sport? Are we baseballers? I I forget. I love touchdowns. (laughs) Touchdowns. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Wise Monkey Podcast. Um, Yeah. So I went down to a... uh, Little town in in Oklahoma called Lexington, Oklahoma. Yeah, and uh, you met some people. I did. There was a uh, meeting of the minds there for the big fit aficionados here in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, this guy named Jim Whitehead, right? <clears throat> he's the he's the Western Oklahoma State Director for the Mid American Bigfoot Research Center. Uh, and what they do, they're basically a bunch of dudes who just go out in the woods hunting for snipes, right? Yeah, a bunch of, it seems like me, a bunch of neckbeards looking for a yeah. good time. Yeah. Looking for some attention. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it, and it's not, a, it, I mean, I think it's pretty cool, right? I think these guys are out, they're not, you know, playing World of Warcraft all the time. They're getting off their ass. They're going out and, and doing something in the woods, looking for some, Yetis. Yeah, I mean... Some scratches. I imagine it's probably pretty fun going out there on one of those Bigfoot hunts. What do you think? I think it'd be entertaining, and I think uh, they'd be interesting people to to talk to and get to know. And they were. It was a really cool community. It was probably about 20 people that showed up for this thing, right? And they're all full-on believers, right? All of them take this 100% seriously. Uh, It is is not a hobby for them. Like, they are convinced they're going to find... They're out there finding evidence for... For Bigfoot, was right? there? What was it? Was it like a uh, a venue? No, it's or just, was just there like a this tiny little bookstore. 
Uh-huh. Uh, this one, uh, it's, it's called uh, The Anomalous Books cool and Brew, name. right? Cool name. Anomalous Books and Brews. And, uh, let me get the actual name here really quick on Facebook here. Anomalous Books and Brews. Um, and it's just a, a man and his uh, family just uh, run the store. They open it like three times a week. They have got the weirdest books in here, um, like Dianetics. They got JFK conspiracies, all those sort of really cool, you know, we paranormal. Go down there. Yeah, it's a really cool place. Uh, and every Thursday they do like a cryptid talk. You know, they have somebody come and speak. They have people come in there and talk about prepping. Uh, it's just you know it's small town Oklahoma. It's just a meeting of a bunch of the weirdos in that in that in that area. It's so I felt right at home with all those weirdos. Really? Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they were super welcoming. Yeah, yeah. I never think I feel welcome with the weirdos, right? Uh, yeah, they were really welcoming. Uh, everybody was so nice, and uh, and then uh, Jim White had got started on his presentation, and he did a couple uh, a few presentations on. Not only Bigfoot, but Bigfoot specifically in Oklahoma. Um, I did not know that Oklahoma had a Bigfoot. You know, I don't think that you'd be alone in uh, not thinking that Oklahoma well, You're a Bigfoot. native, practically. You're way more of a native than me. Well, yeah. I mean, I was born and, and raised here. moved to Texas uh, when I was in like high school. But then... Did you ever hear about Bigfoot? I was... Called Sasquatch when I was in high school. <laughs> Were you mistaken for Sasquatch? That was just because of my ungainly Your weird gait. Gait, yes. You do walk like a Yeti. But well, allegedly, I'm not judging on Yeti. I've never seen him walk. I'm just hearing the rumors. So sorry, Yeti. That'd be funny if he didn't mean to offend you. If he had a dainty, uh, it's a stroll. safe space for Bigfoot. Um, uh, yeah, I. Uh, so, so these guys. So he came down to talk about. Um, Bigfoot in Oklahoma, his own personal sightings, kind of some tips on how to go look for Bigfoot uh, if you want. How and to then, go look for Bigfoot. Right. What, Things what is, to do. Techniques, w- tips and techniques. Walk into the woods yeah, is we'll like get, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you got to, there's all sorts of things to take in consideration. It's like going out hunting, right? It's like going deer hunting, right? You don't want to smell like, you don't want to rub uh, up on your wife before you go So you hunting. don't shower she for, smell all pretty, right? You don't shower for about a week. Yeah. Okay. Which I've got that covered anyway. They're gonna they're gonna Just spot generally. that axe yeah. veneer that the, you spray yeah. on yourself. The aura of body spray that <laughs> yeah. usually lingers like five feet away from my body yeah. at any time. Just emanating. Chicks love axe. Oh, they do. They yeah. do. The hottest chicks. Yeah. From my you know Well that's why you can't research. wear it when you're out uh hunting for Bigfoot. Yeah, because you're okay. out there looking to hunt for him, not to get raped by him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You're gonna get raped by right. Bigfoot if you Just go out so there. Just so much. Just all sorts of big, Bigfoot fun. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, I doubt that any of these guys are are trying to get out there with uh, the hit on Bigfoot, right? So, so he, so he's told, you know, he tells all these stories about different sightings throughout time. You know, there's a really cool story we'll get into later about the. Uh, how he relates it to Native Americans, the stories of the, uh, you know, the legends of the Native Americans, and how it kind of, this thing, he thinks it kind of migrated from the uh, Northwest uh, down here into the central United States. But there's also sightings all over the United States, all over. And everybody knows Bigfoot. Everybody knows who Bigfoot is. I think there's probably, you know, just the amount of sightings, right? You're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of sightings. And that's one of the biggest... uh problems like actual scientific researchers yeah have explaining 
Yeah. Obviously, they explain it as some sort of, you know, misidentification. Mm-hmm. A lot of bears, right. um, a, a lot of like, you know, upright bears, black bears in specific, look uh, a lot like what people generally uh, call them. And then, and then the insane amount of hoaxes. There's so many hoaxes. Yeah. It's hard to. There was a guy I was reading earlier that uh, died. I think it was in Montana. Um, in a ghillie suit. Wow. Doing a Bigfoot hoax. Got hit by a car. Got hit by a car? Done. He wasn't deep enough into the woods if he got hit by... What the fuck you're is he... You're not going to get spotted. You can't find Bigfoot if you're next to a road. But you can't get spotted if you're running around the forest. In a ghillie suit. Yeah. How do you get hit by a car? Did you walk is, into the road trying so to many show questions somebody here. your he Bigfootness? He wasn't very good survivalist. No. No, he's uh, he was a Bigfoot hoaxer that uh, chose poorly. So he's in Montana. There's like three roads in Montana, too. Yeah, I With think. the odds Maybe of four. you being hit. You, he, the odds of seeing Bigfoot are probably higher than getting hit by a car in in Montana. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, most of these, most of the guys that I've watched on TV, they're, they're, they're generally not that great at setting up actual experiments. Right, you know, a lot of these things, and we'll and we'll kind of get into this, but we're brushing it. If a lot of times they'll like lay a candy bar or something down next to a campsite, and then they'll back off and they'll videotape it, or they won't videotape it. They, or a lot of times they they'll just leave the candy bar, and then they'll come back the next day and the candy bar will be gone, and they'll use that as evidence that Bigfoot came and ate the candy bar, not that some fucking squirrel just came and grabbed it or some crow. What's that called? Him. What's that called when you are trying to look at evidence? Well, yeah, but also when you're trying to um, explain something and you that you want to exist. Confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah. Seems That's like there's it. a lot of that. In these. So much, right? So much. But then I read that Jane Goodall believes in Bigfoot. I also read that, and she did say that, but then she caveated it with. Well, I'm a romantic, and I want to believe in Bigfoot. Yeah, see, I'm the same way. And here's the problems, like, you know, not finding any dead big feet. Is it big feet or big foot? Big foots. Big foots. Big foot I think I've is heard that. the name, right? So okay. plural Bigfoot is big foots. That sounds, that's really hard to say because it just sounds incorrect. But you just need we'll to go accept with that. it. Yeah, big foots. This I isn't believe your but, community. You're right, you're right. It's like, <laughs> like UFO. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, okay. It is an UFO. You know, it might be. <laughs> yeah, and then you could go down these weird paths with Bigfoot, right? Where people say it was it's it's created by satanist satanist cults out in the woods, oh, yeah. which is you know it's like a demon spawn. Uh, it, it's you know it's like an abomination. It's an outcast of a village. I mean, there's all sorts of different theories, right, of what these Bigfoot are. But real Bigfootologists, if I may coin the term, yeah, real Bigfooters. They believe it is its own unique species, right? Is it weird that I have a harder time believing a more reasonable explanation, like Bigfoot is this relation to some human ancestor that's been crossed with like some sort of yeah, like some ape. weird hybrid? It's harder for me to believe that that uh. something like that has existed and hidden so well for so long. Yeah, but I'm more inclined to believe. 
that Bigfoot was summoned by some satanic ritual yeah. from the Black Lodge. <laughs> right. Or that a- Bigfoot's really the earthly personification of an alien race yeah. that just comes and hangs out all aliens. in the woods. Yeah. I Why, mean, what is wrong with me? I don't know. You're clipping them. I need to turn you down a bit. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think that uh, that's, that's there's nothing wrong with you. I think that that's valid. I think that if you're going to believe that a primate has been hidden in North America in the woods... There's just not enough since, evidence to support that. Since, well... Well, no, go on. I'm sorry. There kind of is some evidence, right? I mean, well, there's there's a lot of evidence. It's, it's more... There's a lot it's, of evidence. It's, it seems like there's more evidence that... It's an interdimensional creature that has the ability to pass between yeah. realms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. I I, I mean, sure. Uh, there's probably, it's just as believable that we have a, a summoned creature. Do you know what I think? You know how I think we figure this out? Okay. We take some of these people that have learned, that have reported Bigfoot sightings. And we waterboard them. No. Until they give us the truth. No. That's we the don't only wa- way. We're, we're going to tell you that Bigfoot's real. No, it's the only way to get what you want to hear by waterboarding. If you want yeah. if you want confirmation bias, you put them under the bucket. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good I'll point. get them to say whatever you want. Bigfoot's not real. Big, no, you say Bigfoot is real. More water. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Put the rag back over. I guess we had, we'd have to get together and decide what we want them to say the before we is. waterboard them. What if we waterboard Bigfoot? You know, then we get some answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, like I said, man, Anomalous Books and Brews, these guys are awesome. Uh, it was a good time. Like I said, there was about 20 people of us, uh, about 20 of us, 20 people there. Uh, Jim talked a lot about his own experience with Bigfoot in Oklahoma. I uh, talked a lot about these Native American stories, which I really thought were the most interesting thing. The stories of the uh, legends from Native American tribes. Yeah, uh, I agree because with that. That's... not only are they cool stories, but you know, a lot of those old uh, legends were told to keep you know your 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 tribe safe, your your close family safe, keep your kids from running into the forest in the middle of the night. And so, Bigfoot may be just a figment of these legends. Well, there was one. But a uh, lot of legends are based on some sort of incident, right? Yeah, and there was one guy that, uh, well, he was a, a Native American uh, back in the 19th century who, when they were, I think they were uh, discussing the Bigfoot, what ended up being Bigfoot yeah. um, phenomenon with somebody. They got, like, actually angry when they were, they're, like, kind of taking them, they were discounting their... You know their statements, like, yeah. "Oh, you're it's a legend," and they were like, "No, we're not. Yeah. We're not joking about this." Yeah, and that's one of the problem with one of the with these sort of things, right? I mean, it's like when you when uh, when I went up to the Loch Ness, right, in Scotland, and you're talking to some of the locals there about the Loch Ness monster, and it's real. Like, if you say it is a joke, if you joke about it, like they get really they get offended. That's their thing, right? It's their own. They own it. That's their. They have agency and. Bigfoot yeah. or, or Loch Ness Monster or Chupacabra or whatever, right? I mean, if you believe in it, you like we've talked about many, many times, is everybody likes to have a little special secret piece of information that they think that they know and nobody else knows. Everybody Human loves nature. that. Right? Human nature. Everybody loves it. Yeah. 
And it's true. It feels good to know something that nobody else knows, right? Why do you think there's so many secret societies and yeah. clubs? And yeah. We can't talk about that on the air, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's just keep that down. Strike that. And we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> but the, the, the point is, is that these, these it, it, for, to me, look, no one's, whether Bigfoot's real or not, I think this is a good hobby for people, man. You get out of the house, you go out in the woods, you get an appreciation, because you can't help but get an appreciation for nature once you get out there, man. And uh, so overall, I think it's harmless. I think it's fun. And I think that what if, what if one day Jim's out there hanging some fucking fish off a branch with a glow stick on it to see if it moves? And then slowly Bigfoot's hand wraps around, crawls up, wraps around the small of his back. They start making clay pottery pulls together. Pulls him in for a warm embrace. Start making wet mouths. Ditto. Touching. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense, it according would. to Mr. Whitehead, right? <laughs> uh, I think he has a theory where um, other things, most other things. Most unexplained are events are Bigfoot, and we're about to get there. Crybaby Bridges. Have you ever heard of these things before? Um, I'd never heard of them. I had not. No, not until not. you told me about it. Once, one time, uh, my brother uh, was beating the shit out of me. He called me a crybaby. Threatened I was going to say, I've probably been a called bridge. a crybaby before. Right. Uh, probably called no, this people is not crybaby. This is, this is pretty weird stuff, right? So the legend of the crybaby bridges, and this is, a, I don't know if it's an Oklahoma thing, but it tends, I, everywhere I looked online, the only places I could find these crybaby bridges, the origination is in Oklahoma. I think uh, I think I found some stuff uh, in other places. Research, and it was uh, pretty it was pretty proliferated in the, in the U.S. Oh wow! Okay, so so there's one down the street from us here in El Reno. Uh, if you guys don't know already, we're based out of Oklahoma City, and uh, there's a small town uh, it, called El Reno. It's actually out where in the uh, book. Um, Ready Player One. Yeah, I heard That's about that. That's where it that. starts. It's where I went to high school. Yeah. It's where I gained the the uh, the nickname Sasquatch. What's that burger place out there? Well, there's several. There's uh, Sid's. Sid's, which was uh, the onions burger. Right? Yeah, onion burger. They have an onion bre- uh, onion fried burger festival. Yeah, every year where they well, make a fi- giant. No one. wonder Bigfoot hangs out in Oklahoma, man. He's we got some onion damn burgers, good man. food. Uh, we got fair food like for days out here. Anyway, so. These crybaby bridges. So there's a there's an old Irish song, old Irish folk song called uh, "Mary of the Wild Moors," right? And it's that's yep. kind of that's kind of where the the a lot of people say the first telling of this legend, this story, uh, really comes comes into uh, it like a complete story where a daughter has a child out of wedlock or shamefully has a baby. Raped by her father. Raped by her father or raped, whatever the story is, right? So there's a lot of different, you know, uh, tales about this. And then and he comes home with the baby and the dad at home can't hear the, the, the mom and the daughter crying for the wind or doesn't want to hear them, right? One of the two. And uh, they die. He goes outside the next morning. And now every time the wind blows... They hear the moaning of the the wailing of the wife and the child, right? Uh, so that's kind of the origination, and then this 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 kind of evol- evolved into these bridges, where the same sort of story: either a shamed daughter or a or a wife or what or whatever the case may be, and 
and they go and they kill themselves off this bridge along with their baby. Or they just throw their child off the bridge. It's an unwanted child. Yeah. That's a, that's what we call a very late-term abortion. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's be a, that's a fourth trimester. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise known as the Oklahoma yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never you, too late to take care of that problem. Do, do you think there's anything to... Um, so the the idea that like these these great traumas and pain create these uh, like this organ energy well and there's this remnant of this this like leftover energy this leftover yeah. substance like the stuff flown underneath New York and Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> basically just marshmallow <laughs> it's pink marshmallow sauce yeah. i think but like that there's actual substance to your energy to that that no. that pain i no cuz that's a very occult thing yeah that i mean it just human turns sacrifice into right? comes you, in and uh, i don't know man like a left like an imprint yeah like like right? that's what it's possible, people think a right? ghost is we go yeah i i think it's po- why not right so like something really traumatic happens you're saying and yeah. it leaves like an imprint on the on existence, not just you, on, on that particular location, on that area, that uh, that spot, or mm. it, it releases some sort of other I mean, kind of energy. Well, we're able to measure gravitation waves now from the Big Bang. Why couldn't we be able to? Why wouldn't I? Don't know. I, probably not. Right? I would. I would like to believe that you're probably right, but that goes into the whole ghost things that. You know, something traumatic happens, somebody gets murdered in a house, and that's what it is, right? It imprints that into that house, that location. So yeah. if you believe in, in, or if you're willing to believe that ghosts exist, then then yes, then I, then I buy it. I don't know. And this would be one of those traumatic experiences, right? If, you're, if a mom throws her baby off of a bridge. Repeatedly. And it happens yeah. often. And a lot of these things, you know, like suicides, man, they, they are contagious, right? So one mama throws her baby off a bridge, and mom hears about it. It sounds like a great idea. You end up with a bunch of babies off a bridge. It's like the, the trash can babies. Like the... Trash can babies. The right? forests in Japan where people go to yeah. kill themselves. Yeah, the hanging Golden forest. Gate Bridge. Yeah. Uh, the, the cliff in wherever it is, Great Britain somewhere. The duck. Where the guy that lives right close to that. Yeah. Is always talking people out of it. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, always the, talking people the, out of the, it. The point of these crybaby bridges is that the legend is: is if you drive over these bridges on a dark and stormy, windy night, uh, you'll hear babies crying. Okay, you'll hear babies crying. Now, what what most people say is it's just you know uh, underneath the bridge we have some serious wind here in Oklahoma it's just the wind blowing over the bridge it's just whistling right yeah exactly that's a great sound effect you're like a what is that called uh, foley you're like a foley yeah. um, but what jim says is that he thinks they're uh, bigfoot families. you know that's right where my brain went right away yeah it's where you turn it off those crybabies are really bigfoot babies yeah so okay, in Jim's mind, are these dead Bigfoot babies? No, 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 no. They're these birthing. Are just Bigfoot They're babies, birthing, man. They're birthing. It's mama. So, it's I a mean, mama Bigfoot finding a little respite under the bridge, as you do. Copping a squat and having a cute squeezing little squeezing out a little baby a cute Bigfoot little baby. Hmm. 
And that's what he thinks. And he thinks that it's always been that way. And he thinks that the reason that these, these bridges, that the people used these bridges to go kill their kids was because they were out in the middle of nowhere and they were isolated, which is where exactly where you would want to be if you were a Bigfoot mama having a cute little Bigfoot baby, a little baby foot. Get a little, <laughs> get a little shelter. and a wee, uh, a wee foot. Okay, no offense to Jim, but yeah. uh, um, it sounds a little like possibly Bigfoot is Jim's favorite jam. Like, yeah. it's his thing. Yeah. And he wants everything to be tied to Bigfoot. Well, yeah. I think there's a little bit of that. Right? And you got to remember also that he's not... There, there, there are very few legitimate scientists doing work in the Bigfoot field. These are hobbyists, right? Now, I'm not saying that they're not talented in what they do, because these dudes, some of these guys are crazy good trackers, right? Like, a lot of these guys are incredible hunters. They go out, you know. Some of these guys didn't even, they're not even into Bigfoot. They were just out hunting one day, and they, they had a sighting, and it changed their lives, you know? A couple of the guys that I talked to there, you know, that was, their, that was in their case. You know, they were... They were they never would have believed in Bigfoot. Like, these are small-town, rural America, church-going, you know, normal people. And then they're out hunting one day, and they see a dude peek out from behind a tree. They call them peek behinds. Look, look, peek behinds? Peek, peek behinds? Yeah, there's all sorts of nicknames for Bigfoot. They're awesome. Like, some of them are super creative, like Booger Man and... All this sort of shit. Yeah, I love it. I love it. There's all sorts of nicknames for it, man. But yeah, and, it, and so they just kind of ended up in this. This these, and you, these, and this is one of those cases. These crybaby bridges. Jim kept hearing about these stories of people hearing the cries, and so he started looking at these bridges, and in uh, very now he was very close kimono with uh, some of the locations he was hunting Bigfoot. At here in Oklahoma, because he was saying that most of the good sites, a lot of people are looking for Bigfoot in Oklahoma now. Uh, so he is very tight-lipped with some of his locations right now where he's looking. Because he doesn't want all those people that are... Scaring off Bigfoot. Scaring them out, scaring yeah. them out of the area. Okay. So he's trying to look underneath these bridges, these crybaby bridges, you know, to see, see uh, if there's nests... You know, birthing nests. And he says he's found a lot of uh, nesting stuff underneath these bridges. And, man, I, I, I kind of buy this, right? If Bigfoot was to exist in Oklahoma, it makes sense that... Because we don't have caves, right? We don't have a lot of caves, if any. Do we have a lot of cave systems here? Probably in northern Texas there are, is the there close, are, right? There you are got, some. I mean, it, up in... Uh the uh, northeast part of the state. Yeah. That's where a lot and of, you know, lot the, of the James sightings. gang held, held up oh, uh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, um, there's, there's, there's some cave systems. And, and that's something that I never really thought about. That's a great right. idea. Um, the, the cave systems are so unexplored. Um, even if they are explored, they're, they're not nearly fully flushed out. Yeah. And, and, and these, you got to remember, these uh, Bigfoot came from the great northwest, all sorts of caves, right? You got caves, you got trees. I mean, that's the damn rainforest up there in the Northwest. So they had to adapt as they moved east. Um, and, it, you know, they had to have it, 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 what looks like a cave, a bridge, 
the under, underside of a bridge, right? That's the closest thing to a cave that's not a cave. Mm, yeah. You buy that? Yeah. Really. I think it makes sense. <laughs> what do you think, Internet? <laughs> I think if I was a mama Bigfoot and I had the choice to have my child on the Great Plains of Oklahoma in the middle of the wind, or I could go underneath the bridge, have a little safety, a little cover from the elements, um, hidden, stark. It's probably warmer because you have the heat coming off the uh, top of that bridge. So, I mean, it's a perfect place to, to birth some big feet, big foots. And these crybaby bridges, they're all over Oklahoma. They're all uh, over uh, the nation, apparently. There's yeah. some in uh, Virginia, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio's got quite a few. Oklahoma's mentioned in, uh, this is all Wikipedia stuff, Maryland, South Carolina, Texas. So it's one of those, like, urban legend staples. legends, yeah. yeah. Um, which is interesting. But uh, I, I still kind of think that uh, it's a bit of a stretch to go Bigfoot. But it's to not too much of a stretch for those cries to be coming from a ghost dead baby. I, I think that it's either that or uh, <laughs> it's uh, probably an alien. It's probably an alien race that plants their children underneath these bridges. And then they're adopted by some well-meaning family. <laughs> so I'm on the Bigfoot uh, Research Organization. Uh, the uh, Sorry, the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization is like the kind of the aggregate of yeah. uh, the, um, reporting. The, the clearinghouse for all and, Bigfoot uh Yeah, and I was just going to say real quick, information. there's this, uh, uh, I was looking at the most recent Oklahoma uh, report filed uh, up around the town of Jay. Um, there's actually a video associated with a, a Native American elder uh, telling this story. He's basically... Um, a, Ch- a Cherokee Native American elder and uh, was sitting outside on a clear summer's day on his front porch. And uh, in a field across from the old dirt road, a deer was running at a very fast pace. Behind this deer is a large, gray, seemingly bipedal yeah. creature in pursuit. Yeah. The creature was chasing bird. using both arm and legs. Like, kind of like in, uh, you know, like... Like in 28 Days Later, the fucking fast yeah, zombies? Yeah, where, where they're running, and then they just kind of... Just drop. Drop and, and start go to all four? galloping oh, in some sort of... fuck. That's a bear. Terrifying. Like, that, for me, is, is terrifying. Is that an albino bear? Kind of like watching somebody that has, like, stubby legs run, but that's they've me. got a normal upper body. That's me. You just... Yeah, it's like a weeble them dropping wobble. It's like a weeble wobble with a couple of toothpicks on the floor. <laughs> and just galloping at you. Yeah. In some sort of demonic way. But anyway, the creature was chasing using both the arms and the legs. And then uh, they both went out of sight. So it was on, it was bipedal. And then it dropped down, went into boost mode. Went into boost mode. <laughs> yeah. Cheer, cheated up on this thing. <laughs> went out of sight. Yeah. Large thud. Deer was screaming. And then it went quiet. Do you, do you think that really happened? Yeah. Yeah, when was this? This was in 2014, summer of 2014. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Dude, the woods are scary. If you went swimming in the ocean, all right, and you came back to me, because I'm not swimming in the fucking ocean. You are not swimming in the ocean. And you came out of the ocean with your stupid little circle on, and you go, dude, I saw an alien ship down there. 
driving around. There's, there's it, I, I, I'm going to believe you, right? I mean, there's just the possibility of shit in that ocean existing that we have no idea is very, very high. You know, and extremely that's extremely high. That's super attractive to me because, like, I, I'm, I like value, you know, humility. Yeah, and it take it would take a lot of human hubris. Yeah, to think that we've just got it we've all figured, it, figured all out. it out. Yeah, yeah, we've discovered everything. We know everything. It's we know not, everything it's about the forest, especially, especially the. Uh, the uh, and the the forest, man. And you look at the, you know, especially in the Northwest, right? This is where the the real Bigfoot story originated up in the uh, up in the Great Northwest, just Washington area, Oregon, all that area. Those woods are so thick. Uh, I mean, you you could you could walk all around those woods for a hundred years and not necessarily see the see the same thing. You know, you you get lost in those woods, no problem. And if you were an alien, yeah. That uh, maybe just like to do some big game hunting. Yeah. Um, come down, get in a little remote area. Yeah. Take down a grizz. That's what I call the predator explanation of the. Take down a grizz. Yeah, he goes hunting. It's 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 basically the predator. Yeah. Ex- explanation for Bigfoot. I mean, he's an intergalactic big game hunter. An intergalactic big game hunter. Wait. Predator. The movie Wait. Predator. Wait, That's I thought you were just meaning like predation, like a no, no. You mean the, the movie Predator? The, the yeah, yeah. That thing, right? Infrared. He sees an infrared. Jim thinks that Bigfoot sees an well, infrared. Well, a lot. Most Bigfoot hunters think that Bigfoot can see the IR laser. Yeah. So, okay, uh, who else could see the IR laser? The, the intergalactic predator. big game hunter in the movie Predator. So you think Bigfoot's coming here on a holiday? He's coming down, hanging out. He doesn't want to start shit. With uh, the predominant race <laughs> on the planet. He doesn't want to fuck around with them. So he's like, what's the next best thing? A oh, grizzly just... bear. Or... Elk. Uh, elk, maybe. I don't know. Something that's But if you were an intergalactic... Okay, wait. Your story's falling apart on me. For me. That's... He doesn't have any tools. He doesn't have any... He's intergalactic, dude. If you can build a spaceship... But apparently he can hide super well. He's really good at hiding. So he's like, you know what's hard to find? Bigfoot. I'm going to go hunt Bigfoot on Earth. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like that idea. I like the idea of a, uh, an alien race coming here to fuck elk up yeah, with I'll, their hands. They were able to buy build uh, some sort of contraption to make them travel through time and space. But they come here without any fucking hunting tools. Nothing. Yeah. Except their okay. damn bare hands. Wait a minute. I confused myself there for a second. For a second there, I was saying Bigfoot was the hunter. Yes. But then I was saying the alien was hunting Bigfoot. Yeah. Your I think we could just apart. continue to wildly speculate. It's falling apart. I think these crybaby bridges are a lot more believable than your alien, your predator theory. Although I want your predator theory to be real. I, there's nothing better. There's nothing more that I would like than to see the little spaceship that Bigfoot gets in. That'd be badass. Yeah. He could be like a Wookiee. A race of Wookiee that come be. down. It, well, it is right. It is. So anyway, these. So what I was saying is they. These Jim. Uh, Jim uh, relates a lot of the unexplained things that happen in people's lives to Bigfoot. Uh, if you see something out of the corner of your eye in, in the woods, and uh, and it looks like a person, you may attribute it to your own brain or to seeing a ghost, 
or to seeing uh, you know an apparition or something like that, right? What Jim is saying is that that's only because we're so used to 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 calling things that we can't explain ghosts or illusions, right? Ghosts or hallucinations. And what he's saying is that no, dude, it's not a ghost. It's not a hallucination. It's not. You didn't see a ghost walking at night because those things are bullshit. That's stupid. Right. My favorite thing is Bigfoot. Right. But I see it. I mean, it's a, it, it's biological. He's seen it. He's got evidence of it. Right. Uh, so it makes a lot more sense for it to be a animal than a f- fucking ghost. Right. Yeah. Well, ghosts. If, if are you not believe in Bigfoot, it makes way more sense for it to be an animal than a ghost. Yeah. If you believe in ghosts, but not Bigfoot. What about this? You you might be a an emo goth kid. What about <laughs> what about this? What? What if Bigfoot is a time traveler mm-hmm. from a future race Go on. of what has risen out of the apocalyptic post nuclear wasteland of Earth? Yeah. Re reset. Yeah. And then we get into a new dominant species, yeah. which is a descendant of the orangutan, kind of a Planet of the Apes situation. They develop the technology of time travel, and they go back to just chill in the woods, camp, have some hot dogs. <laughs> they walk do love around. hot dogs, by the way, and candy bars. <laughs> well, okay, there you go. Solved. Oh, mystery solved. Well. Yeah, these crybaby bitches are all over the place. Go, go, go. Did you just go check? Crybaby bitches. Crybaby bitches are everywhere. They are cry, all over the place. All over. These crybaby bridges are all over the place. There's a whole generation of them. You should go check them out for yourself. Uh, but be careful because there might be a fucking monster underneath your bridge. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I like the idea of Bigfoot living under our bridges. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, another thing that interested me. Were these uh, Native American stories? Did you read anything about these at all? These old legends of big monsters. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I love these things, right? I've always thought that old cultural legends are fascinating. Right? So we have a lot of them in, in Scotland, right? There's a shit ton of crazy stories about weirdos in Scotland. You know, we believe in fairies. You know, the Scottish people like. If you ask my mom, if yeah. fairies are real, there's no doubt fairies are yeah, an actual I've, I've thing. I've done right? a little research yeah. about that. They're uh, blamed for a lot of things. They're blamed for a lot. Yeah. Which is nice to have a scapegoat, by the way. Fucking fairies. In America, if you said that, though, you get real issues, right? Well, also, you can't say that you because can't. that's... Uh, yeah, it's terrible. That's Well, you can't say fucking fairies. No, you can't. It could be taken out of context. It could be taken way out of context. And then if you try to explain to somebody that you're, you're like, actually whoa, whoa, whoa. talking about the little talking winged fellas... Talking about an actual Tinkerbell They're just going to punch you in the face for like, continuing your lie. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so uh, yeah, the Choctaw Nation out here, you know, they're not originally from... Oklahoma. A lot most, of, lot of uh, Native are. Americans ended up here. They moved, yeah. And yeah. they didn't move here voluntarily. No, it was a bad deal. Yeah. It was a bad deal. Um, and so Choctaw have this monster called the Shampy. This thing scares the hell out of me. It's not the scariest creature that I'm going to talk about. But this one's scary because there's no real good solid idea of what he looks like. It's just kind of an outline Eyeballs, amorphous blob lives in a cave, creepy, you know. Uh, it it really likes the smell of blood, according to 
The Choctaw legend. Some sort of land shark. It's kind of a land shark, yeah. Uh, this thing hangs out in caves. It makes uh, like weird whistling noises, and the smell of this thing is disgusting. Now, all of that correlates to the Bigfoot stories, right? Lives in isolation, secluded. Sometimes we'll make contact with people, right? We'll whistle, throw little pebbles, kind of troll people. Uh, but, uh, you know, according to the Choctaw legend, it, it, was, it originated out there in the northwest or in the west uh, where the Choctaw are from, and it followed them. Sounds a lot like a boogeyman. Yeah. Well, kind all, of a... all of these, yeah. I mean, all these old legends are kind of the boogeyman story, right? So the, the whole point, I'm sure, of this story was to, was to scare people, right? I mean, it was to keep your tribe in check. Uh, if you, you don't want people just wandering off into caves all by themselves, all willy-nilly, right? I mean, you were, were talking about, you know... Elon Musk isn't here to save you, is what I'm saying. Well, Elon Musk, we've got people eating Tide Pods. Everybody's <laughs> job is to save everyone now. I mean, so it used to be don't go in the woods by yourself because you might get eaten by a fucking monster. And now it's like, please don't eat those chemicals, you 12 year old idiot. Re- mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I had it. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Hey, so this monster, it loves the sun to blood. And in fact, Choctaw hunters. Still today, if they're out hunting, they'll leave the small animals. This, this is according to uh, a couple different websites. I haven't actually talked to any Choctaw. So correct me if I'm wrong, if there's any Choctaw hunters out there. But a lot of times, uh, traditionally, they will leave small animals, squirrels, rabbits uh, behind them um, to take this shampy off their trail, to keep it off their trail. Almost like they're giving these little sacrifices. Now, this to me sounds like fucking Bigfoot. Well, to me, it sounds like someone that uh, maybe hundreds of years ago was mentally ill. Yeah. Started uh, offering up, you know, something to the, what is it, Champus? Shampy. Shampy. I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm white as fuck, though. Is it a C-H? Fuck, though, is so. it a C-H it's or S-H-A-M-P-E. S-H-A-M-P-E. Um, but, but it's a Native American word, so it's probably not pronounced like that at all. Like I think, I think for personally, I'm I'm probably wrong about most things, but it seems like there's a lot of a lot of I, I don't know cultural tradition that if you traced it back, if you had like some sort of crazy time machine where you could trace things back to the origination, yeah. you would be like, why are we doing this? Yeah. It's just, oh, oh, Greg over here <laughs> thinks that we have to put an offering out or we're going to get murdered. Yeah. Because when he was six, he saw like a, a bear or something. Yeah. And then that just gets propagated just gets throughout time. carried away. Yeah. Right? I think there's something to that. I, I disagree. I think legends are based on uh, some sort of truth. Right? I, uh, you know, I want to believe that the culture of the Choctaw, this story originated from them being tracked out while they were hunting, right? Whether it be from a bear or a panther or whatever, right? Um, 
and it and you know, Jim gets back from the hunt. Or not, I shouldn't say Jim because we it's already Greg. Jim. Greg is Greg our guy. Greg's Greg our imaginary back, yeah. Choctaw. Yeah, he gets back to the the tribe, and is like, man, have I got a story for you? And they start smoking that peace pipe around the, the, the campfire, and he gets a little carried away. Yeah. What, are you not going to not right? tell a good story? Yeah, he makes the story a little better. Next thing you know, Greg created Champy, right? Yeah. And yeah. now Greg's out there trying to put little footprint stamps in the trails so that people believe him. Is this how, we ha- is this how yeah. Bigfoot happens? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, think there's, I think that's not to be discounted. It's not to be discounted. But, uh, but I love... That doesn't make it true. I, I, if, if, if I'm going to believe any legends... Like, dude, old tribes, Native American tribes, old, those old, old cultures. You know, when, I, when we were in Africa and you're, you start talking about these old Bugandan uh, 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 traditions, right, that have been around since the mankind, you know, like that beer they make in the, in the, in the, in the bowl. Everybody sits around it drinking with straws. It's like real low oh, alcohol. Yeah. It's just like this. It's like thousands of years old, this, this cultural tradition. It's this same sort of thing, right? These... These Native Americans have been telling this story forever, right? And they know those woods better than anybody, right, at that time. So, I don't know. I believe it. I want to believe it. Well, there's another thing about the Shampies that uh, um, is difficult to explain. What's that? The the idea that they have an odor so oh, foul smell. and so terrible it can kill that you. it can kill you. Yeah. How do you explain that? Well, there's, there's smells can kill you, right? If can there's, they? Well, I, can a smell kill you? What if it's, I bad, mean, if what it's, if it's a dead body and full of bacteria and viruses? Or right? if you're huffing fentanyl or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it'll fucking just wipe you out, right? So you could go hypoxic off a bad enough smell. I mean, you've smelt some people that have been almost bad enough, right? I had a friend who bought a brand new Mercedes. And he was driving us all around in it. And he thought it would be funny to uh, roll up the windows and lock them to where we couldn't roll them down. And then he dropped a uh, just a post-bender night fart <laughs> in the car. And it was so bad. My friend uh, sitting next to me threw up in his <laughs> own <laughs> lap. Yeah. That's Bigfoot. That's Bigfoot strong. We were all kind of like, well, that's, that's kind of on you. It's kind of on you. But this smell, th- this is why the shampy attracted me so Because, well, first, I'm into big old bears. Uh, I, yeah. second, secondly, it's because so much of it matches the Bigfoot explanation. Mm-hmm. Big, unidentified, kind of just a shape, you know, that everybody kind of sees. Some hair, eye shine, stench, whistling. This is it. It hits all the wickets, man. I mean, I, I, I like that, but I think that it's human nature to like that. And I think there's definitely something to um, fear the unknown. I think a lot of uh, what we think about paranormal, uh, even even going all the way to religion as an explanation for our fears of the yeah. what happens after you die. Right. I think that's human nature to have a fear of the unknown and then try to define it with... Some sort of right, um, you know, something that we can that hold can on to, wrap our yeah. mind around. Yeah, yeah. Because if you, if the, the unknown, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what that's what bothers me so much about the deep ocean, right? It's it's not the water, it's the it's that 
have no idea what's past where the light can see, right? And that's how the woods are too. You know, if you ever go out into the really, really deep woods, right? I was we I was in the woods in Fairchild up by uh, what's that city up by Fairchild Air Force Base? Spokane. Spokane. Is that where that? Yeah. yeah. That's where is that's Spokane it. is the uh, Bigfoot yeah. territory. And we're we're you know busting through all those woods, and this is you know way back in one. Um, and I, and you know, I'm a, I grew up in Texas, so we didn't have mountains in Texas. You got hill country, nothing against Texas. Texas is the greatest state in the entire country, That's not let crazy. alone the world. But the woods and the mountains out in Washington were, it was overwhelming for a Texas boy. Like that had never see, really seen anything Please like that. Please tell me that they at least, uh, dedicated a small amount of time yeah. in the, in the pre-field exercise briefing yeah, to Bigfoot. No. Did they not mention Bigfoot not once. once? I don't remember it anyway. Yeah, it's Air Force. I man. don't remember it. I wish they would have. That would have been good. Uh, then again, but because we're all Air Force, all of us would have forgotten our mission and started looking for Bigfoot because we we're all big fucking nerds. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll so, get on board. Yeah. Anyway, but those woods, man, you, you could hide out there is what I'm saying. It is a... It, what if you think you know how big our country is and how much open space there is? You're wrong. Well, we're we just live in wrong. these tiny little bubbles, you know, yeah. where we think we've got there's everything figured so out. There's so much open space out there. There really is so much open. Even in Oklahoma, man, there's so much wide open space out here. When you get over to the eastern Oklahoma into Arkansas, it's crazy. It's the same sort of depths or, or density of woods that was up in Washington. It's just nice and flat, you know. Um, we need to get out there. We need to go on a trip. Yeah, man. Well, I'm. You know, we'll, we'll go. We'll go take some video cameras out and go find Bigfoot, and we'll post it we up on to, our socials. Yeah, we need to get our yeah. mutual friend we'll to p- take put us. up a MySpace. We're gonna have a MySpace account uh, here. That's what's modern, right? Does MySpace is that what everybody's using still MySpace, exist? Right? Yeah, I think. It's is it my, AOL? AOL MySpace. Uh, that's how you we Prodigy. chat. Prodigy. Yeah. Prodigy. I think we have Prodigy. them all. We're nailing them all. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, but we plan on doing some road trips and, and taking a bunch of video. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's another monster. You want to hear about it? Not of not a Native yeah, American yeah. legend. A local, local to here. Or? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's local to the Chickasaw, the Chickasaw Nation. So uh, again, uh, this, the, the, all these stories have kind of followed these these cultures as they've moved through, uh, as they were they were moved through America. Um, so this one's called the Lofa. Yeah. The loafer. As in a loofah, it will rip your fucking skin off. <laughs> the loafer. <laughs> this loafer is a really, really horrifying monster. They call it loafer because loafer in uh, Chickasaw language means flayer or skinner. Like it'll eat your skin off your body. So it just, it just loves the skin. Yeah, Leaves so everything else. It's, it's a hairy, smelly man. Now, this one's a little weird. Yeah. It speaks to people. Oh, it talks. They don't know if it actually speaks your language or if it gets into your brain. Telepathy. It sends the message that way. I've read a couple different things on this. I'm really unsure. The science is still out is what I'm saying. What if none of us actually speak? Oh. At all? What if, yeah. What, what if, if we're if it's not all speaking your head? right now? That's what if it's episode. only in my head? That's another episode. Uh, 
so yeah, this thing's Lofa. And again, a large, hairy, smelly man. Right? Smelly is very thematic in hairy, the Bigfoot world. smelly man. This is what gets me going, right? Is like... These legends, when did these legends, there's a real possibility that these legends popped up while some sort of ancestral cousin was still existing in North America. Yeah, some sort of uh, creature, some sort of uh, like Old the Gigantopithecus cousin, right? That I come mean, across the land we just, bridge. We just found that little baby uh, in, the, in the cave that was a hybrid. Between Neanderthal and a homo, sap- uh, homo erectus or something? Yes, yes, yesterday I read this in the news. It's a hybrid between two species of human types uh, way back in the day. Huh. They, they were interbreeding, right? All of these different human species, Neanderthal, homo, homo erectus, all these fucking species were interbreeding together. Well, you can go get a 23andMe and... But what about if you had a... F- I mean, we have... We, uh, you know, if, we still have um, def- deformed children. We have children that are born... Uh, that are uh, uh, outside the um, what you would expect to be a normal uh, human traits, right? Um, due to outside influence, drugs, whatever the case may be. But there, there are severe deformations that we still have not cracked the code on. And then there's genetic mutations that happen occasionally too, right? Through natural selection and evolution, right? So wh- who is to say that through this interbreeding of all these different early man that they didn't have some sort of freak spinoff right and at, and that just departed that went into the woods and disappeared from the rest of the tribe they, they were either was, ousted yeah right because they were freaks of nature they were too so hairy or whatever or or it was even older branch than that smelly and ugly too uh, and they fucking stuck nobody wants a stinky nobody kid wants nobody wants a stinky kid in your cave go to the other cave beat it nerd. beat it Nerd. Nerds! Which sounds very much like the Yeti call. Yeah. So. I could see that being a thing where you have the, um, where it gets, it get, it comes into existence or it's, it's, it yeah. exists and then is passed via oral tradition. Right. And then is not any longer um, alive or thriving. Right. Here. But. Also, we've never found any sort of fossils. All right, relax in with North the America. Just relax. <laughs> There's just a little bit. You haven't. You I haven't. haven't I have any. not dug up the first three feet of the entire United That's States. That's right. Yeah. So probably deeper than that. And then again, yeah. they make for tasty meals. Anyway, this loafa. But go get a little deep into this. There's a uh, there's an old there's an old Chickasaw legend. Uh, called the story of the Wildcat Clan. So these dudes, the Wildcat Clan, were uh, like the special forces of this area, right? They were the elite Native Americans going around, getting doing their hunting at night. They only went out at night. Um, they uh, and they would go way deeper into the forest than any of the other clans uh, or the tribe members uh, would. So these guys were very familiar. With the areas, they uh, they knew uh, all the animals that were in the in the local area, right? They knew what to go look for. They knew what to go uh, hunt, what they could get, what they couldn't get. Uh, and you know, some of the best hunters out there, uh, you know, they they avoid 
the aggressive animals. You don't want to if it's if you're trying to just get food. If you're not trophy hunting, right? You're just trying to feed your tribe. You're going to go after the low hanging low hanging fruit, right? You're not going to go try to catch a a, a a giant primate man. You're going to try to catch I don't know a rabbit, right? Or a or a, or a wild boar or something. Something smaller that you can carry back. So these guys, they were known for their stealth. They were known for their swiftness. And uh, when they'd go hunting, they'd always split up, uh, but stay within audible range, right? So they, you know, they could call each other. Uh, and, you know, in a dense forest, that, sometimes that's not very far. How far do you think that is? I, I mean, like if you're in a really dense forest, if you... Audible range in yeah, a dense forest? It's low. It's not very 50 far. yards. I would say more than that, maybe, but not much more. It's like not much. So you're not that far away yards. from each other. Uh, but this guy, he was taking a break. He got a little too far away from everybody else. Got a little, got a little excited. He was you know, tracking an animal uh, and lost the track. And he ended up sitting on this, uh, he was finding a place to take a break, right? Yep. So he ended up sitting on this log. And then. And then Lofa shows up, right? And, and this he's, dude. And he's like, yeah, the Lofa's startled. like, hey, man, this is my area. You need to leave. Get out. Well, this hunter, he didn't want to scare it, didn't want to startle it. He was a little surprised that he was talking to him, but he was scared, and he didn't want to do anything. So he sat still and quiet, and he was hoping that this loafer would take off, right? But it didn't. It ended up picking him up, tying him up. They get into a fight. Well, before he ties him up, they get into a big fight. Yeah, and the at smell first, overwhelms him. But at first, he he felt like uh, he was stronger. Like yeah, the, the yeah the, the Native American like thought he could down. Take. He's like, I he's got a, this. He was a badass, right? He's a badass. Yeah, he's got his you know his four way night vision goggles on. He's all kitted up, gear queered out. Yeah, uh, he's you know these are the dudes, right? And this 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 uh, this loafer doesn't want anything to do with him. So they get into yeah they get into a fight. The smell overwhelms this hunter. He probably the hunter probably could have taken him, but the smell overwhelmed him. Is this? Have we thought about the Lofa being part skunk, like some sort of human skunk hybrid? Well, I, or I was thinking about that. You know, I imagine great apes scent? stink really fucking bad, right? I don't know. I've never I been close enough do. to one. I bet they. I do. bet they don't smell great. I bet they smell like a Bigfoot. I bet they smell like we would expect them to smell with matted hair. You ever been to a fucking fish show? I bet it smells like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this thing hangs him up, man. Ties him up. Gets a vine. Strings him up on the tree. Hangs him by his feet. Leaves him. I mean, the loafer told him. He threatened him. He was going to take him back to his cave for a little bang bang. But uh, I think the, the hunter got away with a good deal just being hung up by the tree. So he's hanging by the tree. His friend's. The other hunters, they end up finding him the next day, right? They send out a search party. He doesn't come back. They send out a search party. They find him hanging from this tree. Dude wouldn't tell the story forever. He just he wouldn't just talk anymore. Just says nothing. He wouldn't talk anymore. Scared daylights out of him. Finally, a couple years later, he ends up telling his the chief the uh, the story because he felt uh, uh, that he that the tribe needed to know what he had seen. Uh, because he was so disturbed by it. He didn't go hunting anymore. He didn't want to go hunting anymore. 
And these dudes were the best of the best. These guys are the elite guys. Anyway, it's an old legend. I think it's awesome. I, and these are two different, two completely different nations, right? Uh, uh, Native American nations. Uh, same stories. Very I similar think, stories. I think what happened was his buddies got together and they snuck up on him. Yeah. And then they did unmentionable things. Yeah. They tied him up and hung him from the tree. He passes out due to like the blood rush to the head. And all the blood loss. When they when they cut him down, <laughs> yeah. he falls right on his head. Amnesia. And then just invents this loafer. That's a really complicated story just to explain a Bigfoot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think we got to reach. We got to speculate. I think it was, it, he probably just sucked at hunting, didn't want to hunt anymore, came up with that big story. He was lazy. He's a millennial Native American, man. He just wanted to be on his, in, his t, in his TP, just fucking surfing just Snapchat. Chiefing on the pipe. Chiefing on that pipe. Just, can you say that? Is that cultural appropriation? Chiefing say chiefing on the pipe. On the pipe. I never no. really associated chiefing with Native American. I don't want to offend anyone. Well, whatever. That's Everybody has thing. a right to be offended. It's easy to it's easy to offend everyone <laughs> nowadays. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, man? What do you think of those Native American stories? I think they're super fascinating. I think as a as a person from Oklahoma who has told my whole life that I have uh, uh, partial, you know, I have distant relatives that were full blooded uh, Cherokee yeah. and whatnot. Um, come to find out after an ancestry DNA test, I have exactly zero Native American 0%. inside of me. But uh, um, we've always looked at the Native American uh, because the way they lived as this like austere, noble um, race of people that right. um, that are more inclined to tell the truth. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for me, I've always had a reverence. Yeah. For them, as you know, uh, their the way they lived, the way that right. they treated the earth, and how they super so in touch with uh, super with spiritual their environment, as well as yeah. Uh, um, and I don't just mean efficient. like their hippie environment. I mean they're, yeah, they're everything around them. Exactly. They're yeah. Very aware. Yeah, they seem like kind of. Um, Are we just hyperbolically? Fanboy? Yeah. Are we fanboying fanboy Native Americans? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, uh, like any legend like we were talking about earlier, um, whether any, you know, indigenous group of people have some sort of explanation of right. the unknown. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that scientifically there's so little evidence. Yeah. For, for Bigfoot. Bigfoot. There is. Which is, is explained by any of these and, you things. You know, one of the big arguments is that, well, there's so much eyewitness testimony, right? There's yeah. a shit ton of eyewitness testimony. Yeah. But if you talk to any judge, the eyewitness testimony is the worst evidence. It is the worst, yes. <laughs> it's In literally the worst every evidence. situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the worst evidence. However, However an overwhelming comma. amount of eyewitness accounts, does it become more believable? Do, do do the amount of reports mean anything, right? And that's their argument. That's Bigfoot people who, who who are Bigfoot proponents. That's their argument is that the amount of evidence is overwhelming. Yeah. The amount of eyewitness say because you know they're not and, the and, amount of evidence. The and, amount and, of and, and what I thought testimony. was interesting, I listened for thirty minutes, and I won't I won't talk about the names that they they were saying because there's probably a small community, but I listened to some of those Bigfoot hunters in that meeting talking shit on other Bigfoot hunters for hoaxing. 
right? I mean, so, if I was using, if I was dedicating a lot of my free time to researching this and yeah. somebody was hoaxing things, I, I would be pissed super off. pissed. Right, because it delegitimizes any real research that you're trying to do. Yes. When that asshole that you were talking about uh, that, that, that froze the Bigfoot suit in the block of ice... Yes. And then when it thawed out. That piece of shit. You want to, you want to talk about that? Well, I, I don't really know I much mean, about that. It was the... His, his name was uh, Rick Dyer. Yeah. And uh, he posted a video on YouTube back in the day. Um, some guys from uh, a Bigfoot organization actually gave him 50 grand, $50,000, a good faith uh, gesture. Wow. Um, and uh, he ended up providing an alleged Bigfoot body in a block of ice in a freezer. So basically filled up. So here's what eventually happened. Um, he, he had a, a buddy of his make him a Bigfoot uh, suit, stuffed it, put it in a refrigerator or something, and filled it up with uh, uh, water and froze it. Obviously comes out. It's a hoax. He goes on, uh, you know, um, uh, what was it? Coast to Coast. Back in the day. Oh, he went on Art Bell? Yeah. Talks about uh, how... God rest his soul. Oh, uh, yeah. Lost a legend. Yeah. Um, it blames it on... Uh, um, blames everybody else for all of his problems and then uh, uh, makes fun of the uh, the show's audience, basically. Really? Yeah. And so he then, blamed everything on others, he, even though he froze the suit. Yeah. And it ended up being uh, made out of rubber. Um but anyway, uh, so he does that, um, which he should be ostracized yeah. uh, from any kind of Bigfoot community. Yeah, man, uh, he should be, be sued civil court for fucking fraud. Yeah, and he comes back later in, in 2012 and says that uh, he has shot and killed a Bigfoot in San Antonio, Texas. It, again, and it, and it was not provides real. Prov- Talks about launching this big, uh, this big tour of the Bigfoot yeah. body and... And and so for me, anytime somebody monetizes something like that and won't release uh, any information, any materials, it's bullshit. Yeah. If you can't stand to like a peer review, right, or um, rigorous testing of whatever it is that you have, you're full of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, and they're ruining for I'll, everybody I'll, else. I'll, I'll counter that though. Uh, not a lot of scientists even even take these guys seriously, though. So, like, yes. in order to get something peer peer reviewed, it will never happen in the Bigfoot community because those real articles they'll be like, no, no, I'm not even like testing this hair, yeah. right? Which is what they've, which Jim has, has talked about that before. He found some hair samples, and they won't. They're, they're like, go away, they're like go away, because they have tested. Countless hair samples, but you, but you haven't tested all of them. No, you haven't. You gotta keep trying. Yeah, but you gotta let the evidence point you to the conclusion, and not the conclusion points you to the evidence, exactly. right? And yeah. that's and that's where a lot of these guys run into the problem like that. And what sucks is that guys like that dude ruin any go- any actual work that these guys are doing when they're act- out there looking for a, a real Bigfoot or some sort of unexplained. It could be some sort of weird bear, bear or weird fucking gorilla that lives in the mountains of, of Washington, right? They they want to go find out what this creature is, right? And yeah. I think that's when you when you have people out there doing hoaxes, it's really bad for the community, and it just makes everybody look like an asshole. But, yeah, you know. When you you know a lot of these guys are making a ton of money off of this, right? Doing expeditions and stuff, and if you charge. 
If I charge you 150 bucks to go out on a week expedition in, in southeastern Oklahoma to look for Bigfoot, and we get to the end of the expedition, and all you did was eat fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and t- potato chips out camping, you're going to be pissed that we didn't come back with anything, you know? And so it's, it's, these guys have to deliver. And so I think a lot of them are pressured into doing something that would be unethical just to yeah. just to satisfy the itch of their customer, right? And whether it be noises or plants and footprints or whatever. Now, the guys that I met uh, at this uh, bookstore, they were calling out other people for for putting forward hoaxes. And really, they were they were really working together, and they were talking a lot about different techniques on how to how to look and how to set up your camera. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys are using thermal cameras now, um, and so they they traded a lot of techniques on how to get their thermal camera set up and everything uh, to really kind of maximize the video while they're taking it. Because a lot, you know. There's so many. There's so you know these these thermal videos that you see on TV with Bigfoot. They're all out of focus. That they're, they're not calibrated. They don't know what they're looking at. You know, a lot of times they're untrained when they're looking at the video. So, you know, sometimes they can think, oh, that's really hot, right? That's really hot in the screen, but it's not. It's only hot compared to that cold ass rock that's next to it. Yeah, them, right? and and a Bigfoot yeah. researcher, like how right. do they have the money to get a thermal camera that has the resolution? To yeah. differentiate between a yeah, man, I mean, you can get them. You can get these things that you know. Uh, Fleer makes these things that clip onto the bottom of your iPhone, and you can use your iPhone camera as a thermal camera. That's what a lot of these guys do. Actually, is they buy those Fleer aftermarket things that clip on, uh, or they just go to you. You, know, you go to Bass Pro Shop and get yourself a night vision uh, a camera or a uh, or a little thermal scope. You know. 95% of these guys are big avid hunters as well, right? So yeah. a lot of them already have that that gear. The problem is it's hard to tell the difference between a white blob on your thermal camera and a Bigfoot or a deer or a hog or a person or a person or your friend yeah. that's grabbing that candy bar from that, you know, in thermal imagery that you have a little blurry oh. to make it look a little bigger. Right, because I was watching a video last night. Uh, it was those uh, the guys off of Animal Planet. Uh, the uh, and they had videos, thermal video of of a of a man shaped animal picking up a candy bar from a campsite, walking off. But it's blurry, and you know how thermal imagery is. If it's out of focus a little bit, it looks huge. The person looks like a monster, right? Because it's out of focus. Um, so there's a lot of really cool tricks you can do with video to push your ideas, to push your, your push your conclusion. Yeah, I think people want a good story. Yeah. I think that's human nature. Of course, I think that's created a yeah. lot of things. Yeah, in our our own need but to you know, explain. As skeptical as I am about this man, I honestly believe there's a real possibility that all this is real. I w- I would I would take I'll give it, it like one notch. I, I would say there's a a possibility. I that's, think that's what I'd give I it. think it's legitimate. Uh, estimated population size of Bigfoot in Oklahoma? Take a gander. Uh, how, many big how many Bigfoot? How many Bigfoot do do the experts think there are in big in Oklahoma? 
How many do you think? Because you've got to think population size, right? You need a certain size of population in order to maintain existence. Which is one of my biggest problems with it. And, and yeah. that's basically, um, I, don't, I don't know. There's people that study populations. And I, I assume it would have to be at least in the hundreds, right? I mean, I don't know. 2,000. 2,000. That's what uh, the uh, Oklahoma Bigfoot experts think. There's 2,000 Bigfoot in Oklahoma. It's not a per, it's not a Bigfoot it's not a monster it's not like Frankenstein it is a species of a very quiet private isolated omnivores living off the land that are smart empathetic raise their children like we do right they love their children they've seen we do you know they've they've seen evidence of of mothers actually raising their children not just so there's a family dynamic, there's a tribe dynamic uh, to these to these creatures, and they migrate according to uh, uh, a lot of the evidence. They've moved from the west and spread east throughout the United States. That's that's hard for me. I mean, and there's different varieties. Hard. There's grays, there's reds, there's blacks, there's all different varieties. Uh, and they, 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 you know, a lot of them think that it's just, it's the same species. They've just changed color based on their diet and their environment, whether they're flatlanders or boggy bottom bitches or mountain, mountain ones. Yeah. Right. A lot of different variety. There's a lot of variety in Bigfoot. And they would have to be, you know, self-aware and intelligent enough to bury their dead. Um, you know, not leave any, and, and what's okay. What's the shelter, uh, situation? So they've they've seen shelters. They build them. They'll they'll lean. They'll make lean tos with trees. Uh, but in you know in the west in the northwest caves, uh, in the uh, in Oklahoma they think a lot of them live under the bridges, right? Or in uh, these little lean tos on the sides of uh, 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 creeks down by. And they think that that there's a, a lot of that stench has to do with them hanging out in those little bogs, all those little. Because I mean, uh, Lexington is pretty swampy. It is. It yeah, is. so uh, in those swamps, man, you get that old peat moss just rotting. And there's, you can, you get, there's a good stench down there, man, in some of those bogs. Am I right? Yeah. All right. So there I you go, know, man. man. I, think, uh, I think it's, it's tough. It's, that's, that's, it makes me want to go sit out in the woods. Yeah. We should, we should do that. We should go down and just like... We should take up one of these uh, one of these Bigfoot field expeditions. That we should get on that. How much do those things run? I don't know, man. Probably. Depends on how much Bigfoot you want to see. I mean, we're, you want to see a dead Bigfoot, man? Hey, you guys want to hey, see man. a dead Bigfoot? You guys want to see a dead Bigfoot? You think there's like a special back room? They got like the Bigfoot. Where you, you can get like give them an extra couple thousand dollars. Do you think there's like a, a Bigfoot? Uh, floating in some sort of weird fluid at uh, yeah. Area 51. Of course there is. If Bigfoot exists, if he exists, if, let's assume that Bigfoot's real, then there's one of him at Area 51. I would, I would, I would agree with that. Jane Goodall. She believes Bigfoot's real, man. That's she, all I'm saying. She, she wants to believe. You know who Jane believe. Goodall is? Jeremiah Holland? Yeah, she uh, she was some uh, lady that just decided she wanted to go to Africa. Yeah. And hang out with... No degree. Yeah. No training. 
goes on to uh, goes fan. on the mountains of Africa, discovers silverbacks. Seems to me there was a guy that did that with grizzly bears, and it did not didn't go, go that, that well. great. No, no, didn't go that well. But Jane Goodall, she knows a thing or two about primate behavior, right? And now she's she hedges her bets, right? But when asked on September twenty seventh, two thousand two. She was interviewed by a dude on NPR from Talk of the Nation. And when asked about the Bigfoot, she said, well, now, this is a quote. Well, now, you'll be amazed when I tell you that I'm sure that they exist. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. This is her still talking. I've talked to so many Native Americans who all describe the same sounds, two who have seen them. I've probably got about, oh, 30 books that have come from different parts of the world, from China, from, from all over the place. And there was a little tiny snippet in the newspaper just last week, which says the British scientists have found what they believe to be Yeti hair, and that the scientists in the Natural Museum in London couldn't identify it as any known animal. How does that work? We need to look that up. How do you not... Is that a situation where you just look at the hair, and he's like, that doesn't look like any hairs I've seen? There's... Or is there actual DNA... There's collected. a lot, dude. If you go down the rabbit hole of bi- rabbit hole of Bigfoot hair, oh boy, medulla is gonna keep coming up. Medulla, medulla. It's the middle part of the hair. When you put under a microscope, there's like the outside. There's the shit at the. I, I, this is like sense grade biology, man. I can't remember it. But then there's the thing in the middle. And the medulla, and there's something odd about the Bigfoot. It's like thicker or thinner or something. But I don't, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy it, right? I mean, when they find some Bigfoot DNA, then I'll pay attention, right? But if you're just finding hair in the woods and bringing it in and saying it's Bigfoot hair, whatever, dude, I'm, I'm not interested. The odds of it being, if I went out in the woods, I found some hair and I wanted it to be rabbit hair, it's probably not going to be rabbit hair, right? I mean, it's probably just, it's probably fucking deer, more than likely, right? Or, or a bear. squirrel. Yeah, black bear. Right, but, but whatever, right? Everyone that they found, there's not a lot of, there's no real... Uh, evidence of like d- there's no DNA evidence there's no bone evidence there's no nothing that's been confirmed now if you ask Bigfoot if I ask Jim Whitehead today hey man is there any real physical evidence he would point to a plethora of evidence right what they consider evidence which right? are the footprints footprints I mean but come hair. on uh, the hair has not been verified unidentified yeah uh, uh, the medulla is a little different uh, missing uh, food Right? They put it at the campground, put some bananas out there, some candy bars. They always put candy bars out there, man. They always put fucking Snickers. Snickers. I think do they unwrap the it candy might be bar? sponsored. Uh, yeah, they do. They open it. I think they do both ways. So the, actually, I've seen it done both ways, right? I've seen it where they, they lay out open one and a closed one next to each other to see which one it takes. Right? But it, they never video it. They never. I mean, your frustration is shared, obviously, because, come it's on. Just, it's just so easy, right? It's just so easy. It's not hard to bolster your bullshit. No. You, and they're not even trying. If you wanted to prove it's real, like, it's so, it's, it's, it, if you put a camera and a set of cameras, right? And the, the thing is, is I, all the Bigfoot experts are going to fucking flame me on the internet now, right? They're going to be like, you obviously don't understand the mechanics of the Bigfoot eyeball and earballs to where they can't, they, you can't do anything. They're too smart, right? If you set up cameras, 
they know you set up the fucking cameras, so they're not going to come there anymore, right? That's their argument. Do you think their argument would be that if there was an actual hair sample collected yeah. and it was verified yeah. scientifically yeah. that the United States government would suppress that? Yeah, but they cover it up so they can make them into super troops, right? Do you think that? Do you think there's an there is a I've not even looked at this, but it, do you think there's a conspiracy theory that all along we've we've known about Bigfoot and we have like information, but it's being kept secret about Bigfoot? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there is? Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying do you think it actually happened, but I think that that would be an easy way to explain away. I don't know why they would cover it up. When we don't cover up Australopithecus, we don't cover up any other ancestors. Yeah, I feel like the scientific community would. Yeah, uh, the be only fine. way the only way I think we'd cover it up is if we were still like being run by the Catholic Church, right? Oh my God! Then we'd probably cover it up, but we're not, so we don't. That is right. I mean, yeah. that's right. I think that's that's that. If we had to cover it up to continue the to 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 explain creationism, then sure, we'd probably cover it up. But uh, we don't do that with any other ancestors. Yeah, I mean, God, what a setback, right? It could be, you know, some sort of weird scientific experiment we were doing them to make Bigfoot. I don't know. Anyway, I'm. I, I think that's all I I have, man. Yeah, I lean towards. Uh, I lean towards no with the uh, the overall caveat of possibility. Yeah, I think overall. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probable. 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 Yeah, yeah I, I think probable. it probably exists. I think low probable, yeah. yeah. Or if I it think it doesn't. probably existed when, yeah. when when humans were around in America, right? Uh, or or it still exists. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea that it was a remnant of uh, an early relation. Uh, as you said, obviously, we were, you know, um, relating and, and interbreeding with these yeah. uh, human ancestors. Right. And uh, it just kind of is a remnant of that. Yeah. And that uh, yeah, You culture. know, when we continued, we, we became the hairless ape and our cousins maintained aware, maintained hair for a little while. I mean, it had to happen, right? It, 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 it did. At some point. It did. I mean, Neanderthals and I'm erectus all, yeah. I'd probably, probably get my two species wrong because I'm pretty stupid. But like us, our ancestors... And Neanderthals existed at the same time. Yeah, and we went off different forks, and but they still bang, that. bang, banged the whole all the whole time. And Until there was another, there was another third type of human called the Denovians. That's what that's what they've hybrid. They just found was the Denovian. They didn't know we were we were co-breeding with them too. So it was like three ways going on, yeah. which could lead to a lot of genetic uh, uh, diversity. Which could also lead to a lot of genetic mutation, which could lead to a 10-foot fucking hairy man. Yeah. Right? And then we get to a point when we're like, wow, every time we get together with those weirdos, yeah. something crazy happens. It's like hanging out. You know, it's like and going it's to not the good. bad part of town. It's like when you, when you, when you, you, know, when you, you, you go buy drugs and you're in a really bad part of town, and it's kind oh, of yeah. the excitement of buying the drugs is being in that part of the town, right? The naughtiness. Yeah. Being naughty. Don't buy drugs. Don't fuck Bigfoot. Don't fuck Bigfoot on drugs. That's all I got, man. Uh, I think that's pretty fun. It's yeah. a good episode. Yeah. Uh, we'll be uh, back hopefully uh, in a week. Going to try to put one of these out every week. We're just getting started. Um, 
And uh, we'll have up all our social media and stuff here going real soon, too. I'm excited. Let's get it going. All right. Well, this is Wise Monkey Podcast. We'll see you next time.